This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Back in August, Canada participated in the first ever Para Ice Hockey Women's World Challenge. Joining us now to reflect on that experience is Tara Chisholm, head coach for Canada's women's Para Ice Hockey team. Hey, Tara, good morning. Thank you for making time for us today. We're grateful. Thank you. Good morning to you, too. So I know it's been a couple of weeks since the tournament wrapped up. How are you feeling? How's the team feeling? How'd it go? Uh, we are feeling good. We've definitely taken some time now after the tournament's done to rest because it was a very busy summer preparing for the event. But uh, but yeah, overall, it was a really positive experience uh, being part of the first ever Women's World Challenge in Green Bay. Wisconsin. Let's pick up on the idea of it being the first one, because sometimes we think about events like this as a culmination, but also a jumping off point. What was the vibe like? What was the general attitude of the teams that had a chance to compete? Canada, the US, Great Britain and a world team. What was the general vibe on the ground? Uh, I think it was one of excitement. Uh, It was an opportunity for women who had never been there before from a world's perspective and the Great Britain team, um, United States and Canada obviously played each other quite a bit in the past, but to have some new nations competing was really exciting for our sport. What does it mean? What does it mean to have essentially a World Cup or a World Challenge as, as a step for the growth of the sport? Yeah, it's very critical in our pathway to getting the sport into the Paralympic Games. So we need to have consistent tournaments every year in order to be able to have teams that are new join something. So to build more nations um, like Great Britain, for example, is what we need. And so World Challenge is the first step to a World Championship, which is then the first step to the Paralympic Games. What are those next steps? I know, obviously, you're very focused on helping the sport grow inside the country, but we know when we're talking about emerging sports, I know we have relationships with uh, guys in Blind Hockey Canada who are always talking about, got to spread the message, got to spread the message, got to get more people playing, more people playing. What needs to be done to grow the sport for women? Because we know there is a certain focus on the male side of the game. So what can we do? What steps can be taken to ensure that we're getting more women involved, but also growing the sport? Uh, I think, you know, in Canada here, we've been fortunate to have some really great uh, mentors, both male and female, helping to encourage more girls and women to be involved in the game. And so I would um, say that that would be something that would need to be done on the international scale, too. So we have lots of countries around the world that have men's teams that compete. And so it's now making sure that those men's teams uh, also encourage Uh, girls and women who are coming out into the club programs within their countries to stay involved in the sport um, and encourage them along that pathway to growth too, uh, just like we've been doing in North America. Let's come back to the team that you coach, the Canadian team. After taking part in this World Challenge, where do you want to go from here? What are the goals that you're setting for you yourself and the squad? Uh, For us, we want to continue to grow our pool of athletes, so encouraging more girls and women to get involved in the sport. 
And then from our high performance program, just continuing to uh, become students of the game of hockey. So a lot of our women don't come from hockey backgrounds when they're injured or they grow up with their disability. Um, depends on kind of where they're located in the country and what experience they have within the game of hockey. So continuing just to become students of the game is really important for us. Yeah, I think that speaks to the to, to the availability to get more athletes, especially at the grassroots, which we know is so, so critical. And then, as you say, help develop them, develop, 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 build those skills and be more competitive amongst amongst each other to really, really grow. I, I want to come back to the World Challenge in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if you have a memory that jumps out to you as something that you'll sort of never forget while you were on the ground. Oh, um, that's a great question. I haven't been asked that one yet. So um, I think our women, you know, playing against Great Britain and World was really exciting because we haven't had a chance to play those teams before. So that was something definitely that was memorable. um, And we're looking forward to continue to play them in the years to come. And then just having the young squad that we did this year uh, competing against the United States, uh, who has a really talented and, and a really deep squad of veteran athletes. Uh, I think the amount of fight and heart that was put into those games, especially the gold medal game, um, I think was something that I'll remember with regards to this year and how it went. Um, yeah, just our women kept fighting right until the end of end of the third. So that was really great to see just with regards to the amount of heart that we have on the team and the players I get to work with in the future. You mentioned the success of the United States program, and obviously we are a Canadian show. We want to give lots of love to the Canadian program, but what is it about the U.S. program that, that works so well? Uh, their program is uh, fully funded underneath USA Hockey, so they have a really great relationship with their national sport organization. And I would say also that USA Hockey in general and Para hockey or sledge hockey in the United States has a really great grassroots and development system uh, that we could learn a lot from. So they uh, they really invest their time and money into making sure that athletes at all levels of the sport are supported. So I think that they're uh, they're doing some really great things down there that we can maybe take some notes on. And what do the next couple months look like for you and the team? Uh, any competitions on the radar? Training? Anything that people should be uh, putting on their calendar? Uh, right now, we are back in our off-season, which seems funny because I know it's the start of the season. It's about to get cold. Teams. It's about to get cold. It seems like yeah. perfect hockey season. <laughs> yeah, with the tournament being at the end of the summer, we had to flip our schedule on its head um, and almost turn para-hockey into a summer sport. So we are now giving our athletes some time to rest, to rehab, um, to pursue some of their other hobbies right now just so that uh, we don't burn them out uh, because we know that come 2023 we're going to have to be prepared and ready to go again um, for the next world challenge uh, that will be happening in the summer or early fall of next year so we uh, we want to make sure that we uh, yeah give our athletes some time to be with their families to do other things to get back to work and school too Mm. work and school yeah those little those little things that are always significant as well Uh, (laughs) Tara we used the words grassroots a couple times here where should people go if they want to learn more about the program or maybe they want to get involved whether it be as a volunteer a coach a player uh, where should they go to learn more about uh, about about the women's para ice hockey program Uh, we have both 
um, a website. So women are WPHCanada.com is our website. And then we are also on uh, social media. So all of the channels that you can think of with regards to social media, we are on. So I encourage people to follow us there or connect with us on our website on the contact us section. And we'll be happy to put you in touch with a local organization in your part of the country, um, whether you're male or female, we want more people playing the game. So by all means, please reach out to us and we can make sure one of our provincial partners gets connected. Tara, like I said earlier in the interview, I know when we're talking about the first of something, it's sometimes it feels like a culmination, but it's also a really important big step. So best of luck to you and the team and so many athletes competing and growing. And we'll check in with you again uh, down the road to find out uh, how the team's doing, how you're doing and what's next. So thank you for making time for us today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That is Tara Chisholm, the head coach of the Canadian women's para ice hockey team. And again, I'll keep directing you back to the blog. We've had so many points of contact and websites for you today. You can always find more on our blog, ami.ca slash now, ami.ca slash now. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit ami.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.